The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. It has been said that we are but one generation away from forgetting our history. Welcome to American Heroes Network, where we serve our American tradition with Gary Ray. In our program, you will hear firsthand the personal accounts of heroes whose unselfish actions have contributed to the traditions and values that represent the soul of America. You'll also hear from our partners and affiliations presenting news events and ways that our veterans and their families can rebuild their lives. Now, here is Gary Ray. Today is November 1st, 2016. Good morning and welcome to the American Heroes Network Radio. Boy, where did that uh, year go, Bill? Uh, Faster than the speed of light. I'll, I'll say, I think I went to sleep last night and woke up this morning. It was 12 months later. Um, anyway, joining me today, let's get back to uh, introducing the host, co-host, is Lieutenant Colonel Bill Forbes, U.S. Army retired, former Deputy Secretary for the Maryland Department of Veterans Affairs, also past Department Commander for the DAV, State of Maryland, and good morning, sir. Good morning, Gary, and as always, it's great to be with you. I appreciate that. And Bill, you know that more and more military grassroots nonprofits need to come together to strengthen the health of our nation and ensure that service members and their families share in a quality of life that they've earned. You know, next, actually next January, this coming January, which is only a couple of months away, we will have... Uh, actually, our fifth year, starting our fifth year, we have brought veterans together with, in need of resources nationally. With thousands of nonprofits that are available, the question should be which organizations are really helping our veterans and military families. We do this by not only showing transparency of the organizations we interview, but we have made locating the right resource easy and comfortable by listening to either the live show or the archive show. We also connect successful grassroots resource organizations together so they can support our veterans and military families no matter where they reside. And Bill, I know you have an important news article for us this morning. Well, Gary, we're going to advance uh, in our discussion of uh, uh, Veterans Day and uh, about a week or so uh, ahead of time, but I think it's uh, it's it's great that we have this opportunity to talk about Veterans Day and how it started. You know, uh, at the end of World War uh, One, uh, there was a treaty signed in Versailles, France, on June 28, 1919. And the important thing about that uh, signing of the treaty was that World War One, at, at its end, was supposed to be the war to end all wars. I guess somehow, as time has gotten gone by, we didn't get the email message on that. Again, the war to end all wars. But anyhow, uh, uh, five months uh, early, I think it was, uh, the war actually uh, ended on uh, uh, in June of 1918, and uh, when this uh, uh, was 
signed the uh, uh, ending of the war, uh, it was uh, on the 11th month, uh, 11th hour, 11th month, uh, and the 11th day. And that, that's uh, where we uh, celebrate uh, uh, Veterans Day today. The, uh, the original concept for the celebration was a day observed with parades and public meetings and a brief suspension of business beginning at 11 o'clock in the morning. Uh, however, uh, moving fast forward into uh, 1954 at that time, uh, and this day, by the way, uh, after the armistice was, uh, after the signing, was called Armistice Day. And in uh, 1954, President Eisenhower, uh, Gary, you were around that time, you remember President Eisenhower, uh-huh. he actually made the change uh, and, and signed on in 1954, changing Armistice Day to uh, Veterans Day, of which we uh, serve today. And it was, it was for the purpose, really, to encompass all of the individuals who had served in uh, World War II. Uh, also remembering, and if you can imagine, World War II, we amassed a, uh, uh, a group of veterans uh, beyond 16 million serving during that, that, that particular time. So uh, that's where we are with this, uh, with uh, Veterans Day, and it is for us to recognize those uh, veterans who have served this great country, who are still alive, but uh, that go through many, many kinds of uh, situations after their their service in, uh, mainly with uh, their health concerns, uh, uh, conditions that may have come about as a service, and even, uh, you know, getting through with benefits with the uh, U.S. Department of, uh, of Veterans Affairs. So, Gary... Unlike back in World War II, today uh, men and women who serve this country is at an unbelievable low. With our population in excess of 300 million, less than one half of one percent actually are serving in our military today. So. Uh, uh, next week we'll have a little bit more to uh, say about Veterans Day, but this is an advance on it. Definitely. I appreciate that. Also, um, I think they should make every day Veterans Day uh, the way it's going. Okay. Now, uh, Bill, why don't you go ahead and introduce, we have two fine guests with us today from an organi- outstanding organization called Heroes on the Water. Uh, Bill? Well, Gary, it's my pleasure to introduce our guest today. First, Jim Dolan. Jim is the Chief Executive Officer for Heroes on the Water. Jim is a native of Texas, growing up in a military family. Jim graduated from the U.S. Air Force Academy in 1976 and earned a master's degree in information systems from Boston University in 1987. After 13 years in the Air Force, eight years overseas, Jim came home to Texas. Jim retired in 2013 with 24 years as an American Airlines captain. 
Jim is the initial recipient of the American Airlines Citizen Hero Award in support of all who serve. And uh, Jim was initiated in the order of the Eagle in 2012. In 2007, Jim founded Heroes on the Water, a 501c3 nonprofit supporting warriors who served our country. Jim and his wife, Sally, have been married for 36 years. They have two children, Jason and Kate, and they live in Richardson, Texas. And our second guest is Jason Austin. Sergeant First Class retired. Jim, uh, Jason is originally from Cambridge, New York. Uh, he enlisted in the Army at the age of 17 under the delayed entry program in December of 1990. Eleven days after Jason graduated from Hartford Central School, class of 1991, he left for Fort McClellan, Alabama, where he completed basic and advanced individual training and uh, with Alpha Company, 795th Military Police Company. Uh, Jason currently spends his time working with Heroes on the Water, where he travels the Gulf Coast and fishes uh, kayak fishing tournaments, uh, uh, to raise awareness for service members who suffer from post-traumatic stress and physical injuries sustained in combat. Jason also serves as a national spokesman for Heroes on the Water and makes several guest appearances on fishing shows to talk about this mission. Jason is married to Christy B. Austin and has two children, Addison, who's an eight-year-old, and Brylan, age six. Jim and Jason, welcome to the American Heroes Network. Welcome. Thank you. Thank you. All right. We're glad to be here. Appreciate y'all having us on. <laughs> now, Jim, I have a question for you as far as uh, where did you get your flight training? Uh, down in Del Rio, I uh, and there's a real nice lake there called Amistad that uh, has some great bass in it. So I decided to go to the pilot training there, so I could fish and fly at the same time. All right. The reason I asked, I, I graduated from Emory Riddle. I had a, and I'm running across a lot of people that have uh, went there. Oh yeah, there's a ton of folks from Emory Riddle in the uh, in the flying community. Mm -hmm. All right. Now, just before we get started here. Uh, Jason, Jim actually told me that you have a story to share with us. Is that correct? Um, yeah, I, I guess. If <laughs> surprised? <laughs> a little surprised, but um, yeah, I guess it would be my uh, a success story for Heroes on the Water. Um, mm -hmm. My story on how I got involved with the organization. And uh, a little more background to that 19 years of service that I had in my bio. Um, back in April of 2007, uh, I was in Iraq, and my driver uh, thought it'd be funny to hit an IED and see if we could live. Oh, boy. Um, <clears throat> of course, 
he didn't really think it was funny, and neither did the rest of us in the vehicle. And thank goodness we all did live. Um, the only problem was I spent the next 900 days in hospitals and CBHCOs. I had four surgeries, the broken neck, lower back, left frontal and parietal brain damage from hearing loss, and my right leg and hip sustained some pretty significant injuries. Um, modern medicine, and 900 days later, I still have all my limbs. Um, I was told I'd never walk again, and thank goodness I proved them wrong. Um, but over the course of 19 years of service, you learn to become very independent. Um, of course, being a sergeant first class in the military also puts you in charge of a lot of things, and you don't just make rank because you're there. You make rank because you know what you're doing. Um, you get put in charge of platoons and combat operations because you're good at what you're doing. Then you get injured and you no longer have that ability to, to almost even take care of yourself. Um, that 900 days was a very dark, rough time of my life. And it ended in December of 2010 when the military did my final medical review and said, go home. Um, right. So there's 19 days and, or 19 years and six days of my life of being in charge and being able to take care of myself to basically being reduced to having to depend on somebody else. So as you can imagine, and we've all learned about the statistics with the 22 veteran suicides a day, that I slowly started walking down that path. And on the day that I actually decided to do it, um, I had the note written, an apology letter, basically to my family and my friends, letting them know that you know, the physical and emotional pain over all these years had taken its toll on me, and I was checking out. About the time that I had sat down, come to terms with it all, my phone rings. And it was a number that I didn't recognize, and I don't normally answer phone numbers that aren't already in my phone, I'll just let them leave a message, but for some reason that day, I could, you know, I grabbed the phone, I put the shotgun down on the bed next to me and grabbed the phone, and it was a representative from Heroes in the Water that needed a couple people to go on a fishing trip the next day with him um, to go catch some redfish for his wife's birthday party that weekend, and he asked me if, you know, what are you doing? Are you interested in going? Um, obviously, I said yes, because I'm here talking to you guys now. Mm -hmm. But um, that day, divine intervention, heroes on the water, and a volunteer just reaching out to find somebody to go fishing with saved my life. Um, you, know, you don't... You don't realize what an impact just a day on the water can have to somebody until you've actually been 
like I was in the pits of hell and uh and you get that phone call and it's it's that light at the end of the tunnel wow you know that's that's something else we all understand you know that uh, I remember fishing I haven't went fishing I can't even remember when but it was a very relaxing uh, situation um so I can imagine I can imagine how it's really helping our vets. So uh, amazing. I mean, yeah, I bet it is. I bet it is. <clears throat> and I think we, Bill and I, you and I both have to go fishing. <laughs> <laughs> you know, there's no question about this. Now, you already were established, uh, right, Jim? As far as the organization goes. Yes, absolutely. Okay. And yeah, uh, we started in uh, we started in '07 and our, got our 501 in early '08. Mm-hmm. And and how did this come about? I mean, um, what kind of brainstorming did you put together to come up? <laughs> to I got hit between with... eyes by the big man upstairs. Oh, we, see. Um, <laughs> we I'm a I'm a born and raised Texas bass fisherman. Been doing it since I was two years old. Love fishing. I uh, got in kayak fishing down at the coast because we're 25, 30 inch redfish and six inches of water on top waters and stuff, which is incredibly cool, but you can't get back in there with a big boat. So we started using kayaks and a couple of friends of mine and I decided, hey, this is very cool. Let's let people know about the about the uh, experience because it's such a, it's a very cool experience out on the water in a small boat by yourself on your own, doing your own thing and, and not having to worry about anybody else. Um, we started. Uh, we started the organization, and, uh, and we were first thing. We were all three million. We had a bunch of big plans, but the, the first thing we did was start taking some folks out from Bam City, uh, Brook Harbor, down to San Antonio. The polytrauma guys, um, amputees, burns, um, you know, serious injuries. Uh, the challenge there is most of those injuries also include some sort of traumatic brain injury from explosions or post-traumatic stress from picking up their buddy's body parts. Um, I had four outings, and we were just taking guys and gals kayak fishing. That's all we were doing. We uh, On our fourth outing, we had a gentleman that had uh, severe traumatic brain injury. Is, he tended to be real slow. The brain's trying to rewire itself, basically, and it takes a while to get information in and process it, get it back out. He tended to stutter. Um, he, he didn't like that. Most people know what they were like and what they're like now, and they don't like showing that to anybody. So he was very reticent to get on the water, reticent, didn't want to talk to us. Um, finally got him out fishing, brought him back in about four hours later and said, hey, sorry, how's it? And he said, man, I had a great time. I caught six rainbow trout. The weather was awesome. And he was jabbering away for about 20 or 30 seconds. And uh, all of us realized at that point, including that he was talking normal. And he went back to talking and being slow again and stuttering. But he said, guys, I've been in Brook Army for two years. For two years, I hadn't been able to do what I just did. Now I have hope. And we all looked at each other and go, what just happened? And like I say, the big man upstairs hit his trained eyes and said, guys, y'all need to start doing this and do it very well. And the beauty is we're still taking, all we're still doing is taking guys and gals and, and their families, most importantly, in my opinion, out kayak fishing. And, and uh, it's very simple. The return on investment is huge. It just doesn't take a lot of money to do what we're doing. And uh, you can, as, as you heard, you can save a life. Uh, we yes. hear that. Uh, it's extremely humbling to me. I just, I, I, I see that. But the, the coolest part of it, I get to hang out with guys like Jason. I mean, Jason is, 
is has gone from that that depth of of well you know where to to be in uh, he's a stud i mean this you know he's he's a he's a hell of a dad he's a hell of a husband i mean he he is what we're about and he's he's a perfect example of where what we are and what we do and um you know our guys and gals come back alive we get them back to life and i think that's probably the biggest thing we do is it's 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 not just we don't play poor little soldier we don't put them on a pedestal we don't parade them or anything like that it's a bunch of guys and gals getting out and having fun and hanging out and, and the camaraderie piece they get out on the water the mind opens up nice and then they get together on shore and you know how we are we're you know, you stupid Marine, where's your crayons? And all right, you Chair Force guy like myself. And <laughs> it's, it's a trash-talking, right. having-fun piece of the outdoors. All right. Now, Jason, when you came on board, uh, uh, what, were, what were you part of your volunteer when you uh, came on as a volunteer? What were you doing? Uh, fishing. <laughs> Basically. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's the only thing. That was it. Great. <laughs> I, um, you know, after I had got my mind straight from everything that had happened and realized what the organization had done for me, I contacted Jim. I think there was a Facebook contest or something going on. Some rap company was going to donate uh, a vehicle wrap to the best story and actually talked to Jim and said, you know, I want to want to try to win this thing and wrap my truck with Heroes on the Water. And um, I think we made it all the way into the finals and had ended up, we lost to, I want to say it was a children's cancer place, which if we we're going to lose to, that's, you know, I was good with that. Um, so then I was, you know, I wasn't done. And I said, well, let me figure out how I can still wrap my truck that way when I'm traveling to these tournaments and fishing. And I mean, I do drive a lot around the Gulf um, to try to get the word out there. Um, I guess I had seen a vehicle running down the road and it grabs your attention. And the fact of the matter is, is when there's an organization out there like that, that it, it needs to reach the veterans. If it hadn't been for that volunteer reaching out to me, like I said, I, I wouldn't be here talking to you today. Um, so my whole thing was the outreach part of it. What can I do to find a guy that was like me that's home sitting on the couch or, you know, just driving back and forth to work until he can figure out that he doesn't want to be here anymore? Well, what if he's driving to or from work one day and sees my truck stopped at a stoplight and says, what is that? And looks it up and says, well, let me try it. So that was my biggest thing. How I got involved was just the outreach part of it. I wanted to spread the word and get it out there just as much as I could. And, um, you know, I think that's how the relationship with Jim and I started. You know, I know he got a lot of phone calls and wasn't wasn't sure, you know, hey, is this guy going to actually do it or not? But I did end up doing it. Um, and for about, I guess, three years or so, I drove the largest redfish in the world around 
Now, Bill? Yeah, I'm still here, Gary. Uh, You know, um, first of all, I'd like to just commend you guys on the website that you have here. As a matter of fact, I've got it up as uh, we've been on the show here. And, uh, uh, you know, how inclusive the program is in the areas it covers. I mean, you're supporting uh, veterans and their families the physically disabled, and uh, to be able to have uh, 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 the opportunity to be in an, a relaxed uh, atmosphere to kind of get us away from those things that haunt us on a day-to-day basis. And, you know, that's so important, uh, Jason and Jim, at least to me, because, you know, we come back with all kinds of conditions. Uh, I, I had boots on the ground in Vietnam, and, you know, a, a lot of our uh, concerns medically and mentally are, are, are visible, but many of them you can't see. Families are so important here uh, from the standpoint that they sacrifice when we serve, but at the same time we come back, and because of our conditions, they may end up being a caregiver for us. So with this kind of program and to do the things that you guys do, it's, it's, it's got to be important uh, from the standpoint of being able to change lives and to be able to participate again. You know, our government spends enormous amounts of money on us in training us to be what we are, and certainly we can continue to be uh, productive uh, in some way when we return from the battlefield to a home and community, and I think that your program has had an impact, and I'm sure you've got some stories about some of those individuals, not necessarily calling their names, who you know that you've been uh, very helpful to them. Yeah, absolutely. I, I uh, when when we started looking at this, we, you know, who are we going to serve? And and in my opinion, the very the underserved, um, you know, the the current wars are the ones that are everybody under. Well, I don't say everybody understands. Not 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 enough, in my opinion. But um, uh, you know, that the, the all all veterans needed something. We all need to get out and, and get away and relax and get off the couch. Um, we had, uh, you know, and you, you talk about veterans from other wars. Um, had an individual named Chip that was a um, one of the copter pilots in, in the Battle of Anwar Valley. The We Were Versus Mel Gibson movie was made about it. Um, came out with this great guy telling stories, having fun, went out fishing, saw him disappear for a couple hours, came back out, uh, came back to shore and was just telling everybody just uh, just awesome stuff, great stories and stuff. Called up a board member later on that evening and says, you know, this 60 years ago I went into battle and, and uh, I got out on the water today and realized I had some demons standing around inside me and not only did I find them, I got rid of them. Um, and that's a type of thing that we see constantly. Our, our one of our buddies, Jake Schick, who runs an organization called Twenty Two Kill, that's started the push-up, uh, Twenty Two Push-ups, and the black rings on the trigger finger. Um, missing leg, he's missing leg. It's a marine uh, missing leg. Part of the leg's miss, uh, messed up, and 
missing half of his arm, and he says, you know, physical injuries remind me I'm alive. Where I really struggle is the six inches between the ears. And I think that's where we as an organization, like you say, get out, relax, uh, get rid of the bad stuff, um, override it with some very positive uh, things out on the water and then come back on shore and hang out with their brothers and start harassing each other and having fun. That's that's what we do. Well, simple. you know, I uh, uh, in a little research, uh, I came across a story today, and it's titled, River Trip in Oregon Brings Together Veterans. Maybe you guys have heard about this. These are a group of uh, guys from Afghanistan and uh, Iraq. They were in uh, Gallus, Oregon, and uh, they spent three days on the water in, I think it was October 20th, on a three-day rafting trip uh, with what they call for the Freedom uh, Alliance. So obviously that calming effect on the water and these guys uh, being there for that particular period of time had a tremendous impact on them. I know you've got chapters uh, across the country. I've seen one back in Maryland where I am, and I know you've got uh, chapters in Oregon also because I've checked that out. And uh, maybe uh, you might know something about these guys that were on that three-day trip. Uh, that was that was not our organization, but I think that brings up a, a, a great point that our guys and gals need everything. I, of course, I think my organization is the greatest one in the world, <laughs> but I realize that there's I, I help. I, I can't complete. Um, they need physical, mental, um, jobs, station how to eat right, working out, um, et cetera, et cetera. So we, we really work and collaborate with a, a, as many organizations as we can. Um, our folks down in the Rio Grande Valley just had a, lady, had a uh, ladies-only outing for the uh, military sexual trauma folks down there, um, those types of things. So it's, it's not, uh, like I say, I think we're the best in the world, but I don't think we're the only one in the world. Uh, 22 Kill is is an organization we're working with directly, and they are um, raising the awareness. We're a, a solution to the challenges that those folks face. Uh, they're trying to raise awareness for the 22 suicides a day. I think it's down to 20 now, um, and we are a solution to help that. So it, it's. Like I say, it's extremely humbling and a heck of a lot of fun. I think that's, you know, you call me the CEO, I consider myself the chief fishing officer. <laughs> All right. All right. Well, we're going to go ahead and, and uh, take a break. But before that, I'm also going to tell you about our partner, the Veteran Suicide Prevention Channel and their national campaign called Donate $22 Today to help with their very important Veterans Broadcast Studio. After you donate, find 10 most responsible veteran-loving people you know on your email roster and ask them to please donate and share the VSP channel fundraising campaign. There are still many people who don't even know this national fundraising campaign even exists. Bill, did you know that? Uh, did you see that article written by Stars and Stripes? Yes, I did. Yeah, it was pretty cool, huh? All right. 
So the VSP channel is appealing directly to the public with this Donate 22 Today campaign. With the help of those special people who care, they can build this channel for the price of a $22 dinner or a movie if a million of us agree to donate to the cause. Go to the VSPchannel.com to learn more and donate today. You're listening to the American Heroes Network Radio, powered by Voice America on the Variety Channel, and we'll be right back. Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24-7. By providing a unique blend of information and advocacy, we are helping our American heroes and their families to heal, successfully transition into civilian life, and to thrive in their communities. This generation will not be forgotten. Today's military are our sons and daughters. Listen live to the American Heroes Network, the worldwide voice for our military families and veterans, every Tuesday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 8 a.m. Pacific Time. All shows are archived on AmericanHeroesNetwork.com and syndicated on iTunes. For those corporations or organizations who wish to support our veterans, sponsoring and promotion on the American Heroes Network has never been easier or smarter. As the only network focused to specifically reach the military and veteran population globally. For more information, email us at sponsorinfo at AmericanHeroesNetwork.com. Streaming live, the leader in Internet talk radio, VoiceAmerica.com. You are tuned in to American Heroes Network. If you want to find out more about us or to contact us with questions or comments about the show, please send an email to American Heroes Network at gmail.com. That's American Heroes Network at gmail.com. Now, back to our program. Welcome back. We're here with our guests, Jim and Jason from Heroes on the Water. And, and Bill, I guess you're going to continue on. Absolutely, Gary. Uh, before we uh, left for the break, we uh, uh-huh. we talked about the comprehensiveness of the uh, uh, heroes on the water and, and and family participation. Guys, you know I, I'm aware that uh, in, in in recent times that uh, uh, many of our serving veterans, uh, you know, prior to uh, being deployed in Iraq and uh, and Afghanistan, uh, they were living rather successful lives with their families, uh, uh, owning a home, sending their kids to school, and just looking for the better things in life until uh, uh, a deployment came, and then they become in in in, in rapid fashions. I mean, it's uh, I know from my experience being with the state of Maryland, uh, I come across. Uh, uh, individuals who had a range of three to five, uh, eight uh, deployments. And uh, when we return, as I mentioned, the kinds of things of what our experiences have been, uh, you know, we really need help. And who's there for that help but the family to keep us together? So, so uh, guys, if you will, talk about that a little bit more and how that even helps you in making this such a, a successful program. 
good, Jason. Either one or both. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'm up. Um, well, I know personally, from my experience, I was married when I deployed to Iraq the second time, and um, by the time the injuries and surgeries and everything were done and I was on my way out of the military that I had managed to push my friends, my wife, my newborn child right out of my life. I mean, just shoved them right out the door, didn't want to really have anything to do with it. And, um, of course, you can't expect them to stand by your side when you can't stand by your own side. So it wasn't a surprise when my wife at the time said, um, I'm gone, I'm leaving. And that just kind of helped my decision that I was about to make before that phone call easier. Um, now, being involved with Heroes in the Water, um, I am remarried and, you know, I have a son with my wife now. Um, <clears throat> I'm still extremely involved with my daughter and um, all the stuff that I wasn't before. Um, I've learned to, to deal with myself, deal with the post-traumatic stress issues that come up every day and instead of using it as a crutch or an excuse to be a not so nice human being I, um, I think I've had the time on the water to actually learn and identify and think about what my triggers are and what I need to do personally um, which has made my current marriage a whole lot smoother than my previous marriage um, even the relationships with my friends and whatnot. Um, you, you tend to push everybody away because you don't really sometimes understand what you're dealing with internally yourself. And instead of appearing weak or whatever term, you know, the military wanted to, to use or to label you, I think by me coming out and sharing my story, my moment of weakness, um, I hope kind of showed other people that, you know, it's okay to reach out for help. And if it's reaching out to your family, your friends, or a medical professional, it's okay. But that family part of it, without their backing, you'll never be successful on your own. It's not, this isn't a journey that you can do by yourself you need help and I don't care who you are what you could have been a you know a finance private or a delta operator you need help getting through this whole process and your family is probably the number one support of that and how brings families together keeps families together and I've I've witnessed it I've lived it I've seen other friends of mine that, that, you know, were pretty much in the same situation that were right on the verge of divorce and their life spiraling downhill and they get involved and they get their families involved and it changes everything. Right. And well, that's Jason, a big factor, you know, that's, educating, that's so educating that, a family. That you've got the, 
this family support because you know the other thing that we don't talk about very much is that for uh, 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 the children in, in 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 a marriage and this absence away from home serving our great country the impact that it has upon them and will have, because we don't know exactly how much an impact totally this is going to have on a generation of kids from parents who served in Iraq and Afghanistan and maybe even going back as far as the Gulf War is concerned. So being able for that family to coalesce and to work together, it's so important because these are the unfortunate kinds of consequences that come from war and what it produces things way down the line that we never think about when we're getting into war. Absolutely, Bill. I see the um, the family thesis breaks my heart. I, 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 you know, us veterans, we signed up for this and we'll do it, and it's it's not fun. It's not right. It's it, there's a lot of things going on in our lives and the VA system, et cetera, et cetera, um, and and having the families have to deal with that also is just. It's not fun. Um, we have a we had a gentleman here in the Dallas area that uh, his one of his kids got secondary PTS, and there was fortunately uh, the Cohen Clinic here in town provides free services, and they were able to take care of the kid and help him out and get him going. Um, I, I I call it Yanni. You are not alone. So many of our our spouses feel like they're by themselves. Nobody understands, and and nobody cares, and. Getting those families out, um, nothing cooler than seeing a dad or mom with a kid sitting between their legs on kayak fishing. And, and probably even more importantly, when I, when I have a 24-7 caregiver mom and two or three of them on shore, while their family's out relaxing, this may be the first time they've had a chance to sit and breathe right. for months. Uh, man, and, and then you get two or three of them together talking where they realize that they're not by themselves. Other people are dealing with some of the same issues they are. Just something as simple as, hey, my washing machine broke yesterday. Who can help me out? To uh, how do you handle the VA? Um, hearing those stories will, will break your heart, make you proud that you were able to, to help something like that. And, and just just the issues some of them are dealing with are just are overwhelming and and. Being able to help that is just incredible. I, I look at these families, and it's it's. I I'm very much a family's number one to me. Period. Um, I I see my faith as something overriding the entire complex, but my family's number one. And and being able to help folks keep the families together, put new families together, just uh, it, it's amazing and. It's it's a lot of fun. I got to tell you, what we're doing is we're taking our hobby, having a blast, and, and putting guys and gals on the water, and families getting families together and talking, and just a big old family picnic's all it is. And, all right. But it's pretty amazing what it does for people. Yeah, I bet. All right, we're gonna go ahead and take a break. Do you own a business? Would you be interested in saving money on your merchant account? Then check out our sponsor, First Class Merchant Services. They are national. Contact Josh Cole at First Class Merchant Services. Call 407-401-0772. That's 407-401-0772. You're listening to the American Heroes Network Radio, powered by Voice America on the Variety Channel, and we'll be right back. 
Your favorite Voice America Talk Radio Network shows and hosts are in your car, outdoors, and wherever you need them to be. Listen anywhere. Get our mobile app for iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android at the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. By providing a unique blend of information and advocacy, we are helping our American heroes and their families to heal, successfully transition into civilian life, and to thrive in their communities. This generation will not be forgotten. Today's military are our sons and daughters. Listen live to the American Heroes Network, the worldwide voice for our military families and veterans, every Tuesday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 8 a.m. Pacific Time. All shows are archived on American Heroes network.com and syndicated on iTunes. For those corporations or organizations who wish to support our veterans, sponsoring and promotion on the American Heroes Network has never been easier or smarter. As the only network focused to specifically reach the military and veteran population globally. For more information, email us at sponsorinfo at americanheroesnetwork.com. Stimulating talk it gets those synapses in the brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com. You are tuned into American Heroes Network. If you want to find out more about us or to contact us with questions or comments about the show, please send an email to American Heroes Network at gmail.com. That's American Heroes Network at gmail.com. Now, back to our program. Welcome back. We're here with our guests, Jim and Jason, from Heroes on the Water. Uh, maybe you can give us a little more information, Jim, as far as the, how many, I know you're pretty widespread. How many chapters do you actually have? Well, we're growing like crazy. We uh, set the infrastructure to, to start adding chapters and scale up so we can help mainly help more folks around the country. We have 82, um, 38 states. Wow. Uh, and actually we have some affiliates in Australia and uh, England, three in Australia and two in England. So we have folks doing the same thing over in, in overseas for their folks in their, um, in their military. That's phenomenal. That's great. That's great. Yeah. Now, as far as we have the how, bit, I, go ahead, go ahead. No, go ahead. I'm, uh, now we have we me. had we have the ability now to add uh, about ten to fifteen chapters a month if we need to. We had a backlog of about ninety-one people to start chapters. Uh, we have the ability to to add chapters quickly now, and uh, it's been pretty successful. It's incredibly successful, actually. Wow. How many families have you served already? Um. <laughs> A lot. It, since we started in 07, 30,000. Wow. Uh, we just went over 30,000 sometime uh, late summer. Um, we served over 22,000 vets and over 8,000 family members. So uh, yeah, yeah. a lot of your, folks. Your, your website is showing 29,619, so 30 uh, above that, that you guys are outstanding. Yeah, it's crazy. It's awesome. <laughs> That is great. Now, as far as, uh, like you mentioned, you're going to consider, not even consider, you're going to go ahead and expand. Um, what, what states, or just name a couple states that need uh, fishing like this, kayak fishing? Uh, 
Uh, Arizona, um, I'm sorry, not Arizona, New Mexico, I was going out west. Um, some of the smaller states up in the northeast don't have anything yet. Fortunately, there's the distances traveled are not more than they are here in uh, Texas, for example. So um, where we need folks across the country, my, my fear is that there's somebody that could use our help that that we aren't able to help um, because there's nothing close. However, the beauty of that is we connect with a whole lot of other organizations across the country um, and through the, an organization called the R4 Alliance, and we can generally find help for them in their local community. All right. Now, as far as the northern states, you don't have ice fishing, do you? <laughs> <laughs> no, you can't pull a very big fish through the scope of a hole in a kayak. Uh, no, we haven't figured that piece out yet. But we do do uh, fly tying, lure making. Uh, we have a couple of chapters that have actually built their own kayaks uh, and that type of thing. Wow. So, so a way to get folks together that have a similar passion and, and keep going even, even in the off-season. That's fantastic. Now, Bill? Well, uh, Gary, uh, we, we probably don't have enough time for this, but this this is a preview that I'd like to uh, kind of put out there for uh, a, a show down the road. I, I have the, uh, tremendous respect for what the grassroots organizations are doing to help our veterans and their families, and I think uh, Heroes on the Water certainly is at the top level there. Uh, in comparison to our veteran service organization, you know, I've, I've grown up in the veteran service organizations. As, you know, in the beginning of the program, it was announced uh, uh, 2004, 2005, I was the, uh, the state commander or department commander for the disabled American veterans in, uh, in, uh, in uh, Maryland. But uh, the the, the uh, grassroots organizations are doing a lot of things that are great things. They're closer to the community. Uh, they, um, you know, they're outperforming, I believe, the VSOs in their fundraising. And, and primarily because those donated dollars that you receive, and I've looked at your financials, you fit right into that group, uh, uh, which is called... Uh, a charity watch in terms of uh, observing where charity dollars go to. So if for every dollar that you can bring in, uh, you can get somewhere between in the range of 87 uh, to 90 cents of that dollar right with serving veterans. That's outstanding, and from what I see, you guys uh, are making that, that, that mark. Well, thank you, sir. It's 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 volunteers. We have over twelve thousand volunteers across the country, and they're doing just an amazing job of getting getting our guys and gals on the water and, and having fun. Makes That's it easy. Great. Sure does. That makes it real easy. Now we only do have a couple minutes left, and uh, Jim and Jason, it was a pleasure having you both on our show today. Let's start off with Jim. Jim, what would you like to share with our listeners in closing? Our guys and gals need a lot of help um, all across the country. There's there's all levels of what happens to these folks. Um, simply getting someone that's been in the service for 20 years out on the water and having fun is cool. Getting someone that's uh, a triple amputee out on the water and paddling and fishing by himself is uh, incredible. Um, but I think we really where we really make a difference is uh, six inches between the ears. The uh, traumatic brain injury and the post-traumatic stress are, are something that folks are going to have to live with the rest of their life 
and uh, we're going to we help that as much as possible. I I really think that we we as an organization do is is make a huge difference in the mindset of our folks, get them back up and running. And man, once they get up and running, <laughs> look out. These are these are people that uh, give them a purpose, give them something to do, uh, give them a reason to be there. Uh, and that's what happened to Jason. It's something as simple as, hey, I got to, I'm gonna go fishing tomorrow. I'm not going to take my life. I'm going to go fishing. Um, and, and that just grows and gets bigger as we go forward. And that's, that's what we as an organization do is give folks a purpose and a reason to, to continue to come out and, and a bunch of, bunch of brothers and sisters that can hang out with them and have fun. That's great. Jason? Um, yeah, I mean, Jim, let's touch on everything. My, you know, my whole mission with How has always been the outreach. So I would just say that you know if you if you are a veteran <clears throat> whether you've been wounded or not you know I mean we don't discriminate at all it doesn't matter if you're active duty guard any branch I mean you're welcome to come um, a lot of times people think that you know these organizations are just for wounded veterans and that's not the case and, uh, Obviously, with the growth, we need more volunteers, and spreading the word is one way to get it. So, all right, and you I'll can just keep any, continuing on my mission to to get the word out there, and hopefully, everybody will join me in doing that. All right, and you can also go to their website at um, and that's heroesonthewater.org. And Bill. Well, Jim and Jason, I want to thank you very much for your service to our great country and and your continued service to uh, our veterans who served this, this great country. And, and, you know, what I think this is all about in, in, in the magnificent way that you're doing it, it's veterans serving veterans, and that's the team concept that we learned early on. And as long as we keep that in mind, uh, we'll, we'll do great because, uh, you know, you can talk about all of the government agencies, uh, the, whether from the, the, the federal to uh, the state down to the municipal. But when we get out and we assist and we help each other, that's where the difference is made. So thank you again for being with us, and we look forward to having you participate with us again in the future. Yes. Thanks, Bill. Thank you, Bill. And again, if you missed any of our live shows, all our shows are archived on demand 24-7, and you can hear all the archived shows right from your phone. And remember, we spotlight and promote the best available information of interest to America's veterans and their families anytime, anywhere, and on any device. I'm Gary Ray, and thanks for joining us, and we'll see you next week. Thank you, gentlemen. Thank you. Thank you again for joining us for this week's edition of American Heroes Network. Please join Gary Ray again next Tuesday at 8 a.m. Pacific Time, 11 a.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Have a great week. We are America, and we truly do believe you're the backbone of our nation. Thanks to you, we're living free. We're a quilt of many colors.